0: what's up we're back <laughs> and more importantly baseball's back great it was really touch and go there for a little bit <laughs> you don't care but i get like one time a year to talk about baseball and i'm taking it
1: Oh, just the one time?
0: <laughs> the other times I'm not allowed, but I still oh, do it.
1: <laughs> you still take it. <laughs> this is my
0: permit, my permitted time. Right. Okay. My allotted time
1: to talk about baseball. Great. I'll it just go. <laughs> you and just then... want to take a quick
0: nap real quick. <laughs> just get rested up for the episode, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'll just... No, I mean, really, it just was over the past um, off-season they were in a lockout so it's kind of like the opposite of a strike rather than like the workers being like we don't want to do anymore the bosses were like you're not allowed to come back to work oh um yeah mlb just like locked out all the players so like you can't make any trades you can't you know do anything until like you know we reach some agreements and so it was back and forth for a long time and spring training got pushed back and nobody made any trades and now it's back and it's happening and is tight
1: nice so well, it's very exciting. I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy for me too. I'm happy to get back to the part of the year where you're tired all the time. <laughs> you had to stay up until 11 p.m. <laughs> yep. When the baseball game started. <laughs> Truly. Like,
0: <laughs> that is not barely an exaggeration. They usually start at 10 p.m. Yeah. Our time because I'm a West Coast girl. Yeah. And my team is half the time on the West Coast. At least half the time. Yeah so that's tight when we were on vacation <laughs> a couple different people asked my boyfriend like well, what do you guys you know do out here or whatever what brings you out here you just and you know he'd be like uh, baseball and they're like do you like baseball and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> no we met up with one of his friends that he's known like since high school mm-hmm. and he asked us you know he's like you guys just out here having fun and I was like we came out here to watch baseball and he was like you know looking at business goose yeah and he was like since when are you a baseball fan he's like I'm not <laughs> I was like, he doesn't like baseball. He just likes me. Yeah, he's a Meat
1: Wedge fan. Exactly. So. If you uh, ever started a band, you should call it Meat and the Wedges. <laughs> that would be cute. Or a baseball team. You could be the Meat Wedges. No, yeah. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> just like a. If I started a baseball team, it would be the Bucket Snakes. Yes. And our little mascot would be so cute. Oh, it would be adorable. <laughs> we would
0: be. Oh, man. And you're like, you're like person mascot. Uh-huh. Could just be like a guy in like a snake. Mm-hmm. and then there's just like you know how like in cartoons where people naked people have like the barrel around yeah them? so he just has like a bucket because his legs sticking out the bottom right yeah <laughs> that would be amazing and That'd then we be could great. be rivals
1: yeah all the time we would lose
0: you like the bucket snakes or yeah. just both of us <laughs> no no the bucket snakes oh, okay
1: yeah we because I, I, we wouldn't practice game. because i'd be like
0: eh.
1: i hate baseball <laughs> i would rather do something else <laughs> Our manager keeps falling asleep every game and we don't know what to do. (laughs) And then the middle of the game, I'd be like, I'm bored. I'm leaving. (laughs) Gonna go.
0: But I mean, when you're in like the lower leagues, like Major League Baseball is no fun. They don't know how to have fun. It's very They've forgotten the concept. But the lower leagues are fun. Yeah. Like the Savannah Bananas are one of the greatest teams of all time because they're just so silly.
1: I know. I love them. Yeah. And we both have Savannah Banana shirts now. Yeah. Yeah. we could be a team like that. Although mine has something on it. I'd like you ever wash your clothes, and when you take them out, they're just like a weird something yeah. got on it while it was washing, and it won't come out. Yeah, I still wear it, but
0: I did that one time with a pair of pants. I accidentally washed them with like ten crayons in the pocket,
1: oh, no. <laughs> so they came out like drawn all over.
0: <laughs> it was kind of a cool look, honestly. But yeah, it was very strange.
1: Whoops! Yeah, what are you gonna do? Not do that. <laughs> 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 Not
0: carry crayons in my pocket, I guess. Classic you. you. know, y- y- you live and you learn. <laughs> the,
1: the other day, I was leaving the house, and I grabbed my bag, and I was like, oh, I forgot there's a flower pot in here. And Hot Toast came in, and I was like, why do you have a- you, uh, uh, you would have a flower pot, of course. Of yeah, course you do. Sure. What other weird shit do you have in there? And I reached in, and I was like, googly eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I would just have a pack of googly eyes in my bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yep, that's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's very appropriate i also spilled salt in my bag the other day oh man which i feel like is very appropriate for me too because i love salt yeah like i just salted my bag (laughs) yeah whoops oopsie anyway what are we
0: doing here well we're spilling things recording a podcast oh yeah all the time all day every day
1: no we're recording a podcast it's called replay rewind and we uh we watch movies that we watched when we were kids any movie from the year 2000 is applicable we talk about uh what we remember from the movie then we go watch the movie then we come back and tell you about the movie and then we give you some fun trivia and we have fun along the way and it's always fun and never sad and always happy Mm -mm. we don't explore deep themes or repressed memories or childhood psychology Nope, nothing Mm -mm. just fun yep straight straight through all all the time
0: you're gonna be so tired by the end of this episode from (laughs) all the fun you're having
1: (laughs) yes exactly
0: yeah and i'm meat wedge i'm bucket snake i have a question for you
1: ask me a question
0: do you own anything or have you ever no <laughs> <laughs> owned anything that was signed by a famous person
1: oh hmm have i no really maybe no i can't think of anything hmm. i don't think so i was trying to if i did it would be a book yeah and i no. Because even if I did, it would have been an accident. I'm not <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like I bought. You know, you see sometimes at half price books where it's like this is signed. And yeah, like, there's just randomly like, has care. ended up there. Yeah, never heard of this person, right? Um, I don't think so. Interesting. I don't. I don't. That doesn't really appeal to me i don't know yeah i don't really care I about it yeah I'm,
0: i don't find autographs or even photographs like with famous people that interesting yeah i don't mind talking to famous people i think it's kind of
1: cool <laughs> i don't mind <laughs> <laughs> meeting them fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's not like it's not something that i'm like oh my god i met this person. like yeah. it's kind of cool
1: it's kind of fun yeah i mean i've met a few famous people yeah but not intentionally but people like i got their autograph it's like Neh. yeah you know yeah i feel like it's kind of a weird cultural I agree. Thing, yeah. To have, I don't know. What about you? Yes. Besides <laughs> that that, being said, that baseball that I gave you, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. The <laughs>
0: Savannah Bananas baseball. Yeah. Um, I have a couple things that I was not present for, which I think is even weird. Like, yeah. Um, one of that my dad got for me. I have a signed, an autographed photograph of a Ninja Turtle. Oh. That my dad got for me. Is it signed
1: like by the actor?
0: I think so. I think it's just like the, the guy in the suit. The actor's name, rather than
1: like. Raphael. Yeah. It's, I don't <laughs> yeah. even think
0: it's like Corey Feldman. I think it's just like the stuntman who was in the suit. Right. But, um, I have one of those. I have, and I have a autographed photograph of Malcolm McDowell that my roommate got for me at a convention he went to one time. Okay. um, But the ones that I was present for, I have a pair of Chuck Taylors that four out of five of the members of Avenged Sevenfold
1: signed. Okay. Which is like very... Wait, there are only five people in Avenged Sevenfold? Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Which is
0: uh, kind of cool because one of them's dead now, so oh. that's kind of like oh, sure. Man. And then I have an autographed copy of Twilight. <laughs> oh yeah, signed by Stephanie Meyer, made out to me.
1: I forgot about that because you like talked and to I her for a while. Finding yeah. yeah. Yep. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. As yeah, it's never been a thing that I cared about. Yeah. I've gotten other people like signed things as gifts because. You know, that was the thing that they were into. Yeah. But, yeah, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just kind of, the like, meet and greet with Avenged Sevenfold was, I forget why we ended up there, but it was just, like, some reason that we got to go. And <laughs> yeah. so it was cool. Especially their uh, one of their guitarists, Sinister Gates, was just, like, so, like, jazzed. He was like, hey, you want to take a photo with me? Hey, you want me to sign that? Hey. And he was just like... like super stoked about it which was really cool because a lot of times too people are just like um he's just like hey get over here let's take a photo yeah and then yeah i intentionally like went to go meet stephanie meyer but Mm. that was just because i was it was my freshman year of college yeah (laughs) i was like twilight is the just the best thing and then shortly after that i was like actually (laughs) this this is is garbage terrible (laughs) but i kept it because it's funny it's got my name in it wow two meat wedge. (laughs) <laughs> from
1: Stephanie Meyer,
0: <laughs> she was like, "That's the weirdest name I've ever heard."
1: You're like, don't judge me, Stephanie <laughs> Renezme. She
0: did judge me, actually.
1: That's that name came from that, right? Renezme. Yes.
0: Yep. Um. No, I did tell her my name, and yeah. then she was like, "Oh, where did it come from?" And I told her the story, which is I'm named after a fictional serial
1: killer, and yeah. she was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like nice. What <laughs> people are gonna name their kids after characters you make up, Stephanie Meyer says so right. shut up.
0: Yeah. Do you know how many bellas there were oh Twilight came out?
1: That's a mushroom. That's a that's a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's a mushroom. hmm Anyway.
0: <laughs> why do I ask? Oh, because <laughs> my brain just turned off. I was like, mushrooms. I'll just think about mushroom. Anyway, why do you ask about autographs? Because <laughs> It's baseball season and we're talking about children's movies. so we're gonna talk about the sandlot today nice. and you know a big portion of the plot of that movie is that they have a baseball signed by Babe Ruth. yeah that they hit over the fence and then they have to go get it right because the one kid that they meet smalls. Mm-hmm. knows nothing about baseball yeah he's like i don't know my because they lose theirs and it was like, he's like my dad has a baseball at his house i'll go get it and then he was just like i don't know some old lady signed it and they're like who and he's like baby ruth and they're like <laughs> oh my god and they're all freaking out so the sultan of swat yeah so then they gotta go get it but there's a big dog over the fence
1: yeah i do remember that i don't re- i really can't remember that much i remember yeah losing the baseball over the fence you really shouldn't play with a signed baseball why do they do that no i don't he didn't and the big know scary dog that it was oh. worth anything and then you're killing me smalls mm-hmm. and yeah that's really all i remember It's just a bunch of little kids playing baseball yeah is it i i don't know if i'm thinking of it because of stand by me dude
0: no the sandlot gives me stand by me vibes in a big way yeah is it
1: Is it kind of dark or is it just the same time period? I
0: really don't remember. I think it's kind of the same time period. And then it has like that scene at the end where he like talks about where all the kids ended up. Oh, right. And I think that reminds me of Stand By Me. But Mm -hmm. I keep thinking of that scene in Stand By Me where he tells the story of like the kid puking blueberry pile over. But I'm like, that's not in the sandlot.
1: No. But it feels
0: very like the same vibe.
1: Yeah. Is there like a chubby kid? Yeah. I just keep picturing Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. (laughs) No, But he's he's in Stand By
0: Me. That like redheaded kid and he's got like bags under his eyes and he's like
1: Oh yeah. You can
0: Mm -hmm. you can see his face. Yeah. He's the one who explains how to make a s'mores. Oh yeah. Take the mallow, put it on the gram. (laughs) (laughs) Um I think he's also the one that says, You play ball like a girl. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is gonna be yeah, the basic plot is you know, these kids get together play baseball have to get their baseball back from the this it's like dog. summer
1: right and they're not in school yeah, everything's uh,
0: dusty yeah because they play in a sandlot right yeah but i imagine that there are going to be a lot of other little things like when they're when he's teaching them how to make you know s'mores and mm-hmm. just other things like that where they just are bonding as children is
1: losing the baseball like the main conflict or is there something else that goes on i don't know because that doesn't seem like enough of a conflict Well, (laughs) I mean, I know it's a big deal.
0: Yeah, they have to get it back, and there's a big nasty dog. Right. And then the dog ends up being really cool. Yeah. He's like a big slobbery mastiff. Oh. Yeah. I
1: love a big slobbery dog. Yeah.
0: But I I think there's just, it's kind of one of those where it's just like a lot of little conflicts. That might be the main one, but there's just like a lot of little things, you know, where they're... Yeah. There's a new kid in town, and you know, yeah, they're figuring out.
1: Mm -hmm. Just being kids. Yeah. I... This movie is such a cult classic mm-hmm. that I bet everyone who's listening to it to us talk right now is like Like you've forgotten so much. How can you not? You're not even cool. How do you not know <laughs> Like yeah. listen, I don't have space in my brain. Okay. Right? Like I cannot store that. Yeah. <laughs> it is
0: one of those I think that oh Wendy Peppercorn. Oh. That's another thing too. They're at the pool and the one kid with the big glasses pretends to drown so that the girl Wendy Peppercorn will oh. um give him mouth to mouth. Yes.
1: And then he's just like hi and she's like mad at him. That's such a like That's in this one. Classically referenced thing too. That yeah. happens in a lot of culture. Yeah. A lot of media. Yeah. Yeah, that's in this movie.
0: And they all have like goofy nicknames. I think
1: Bucket Snake.
0: Bucket Snake Meat Wedge. <laughs> there's the one kid there's a kid named oh like yeah yeah or something like that because he was always like yeah yeah oh and then there's a kid named me too because like his older brother is there and he hangs out with him and he's the one that repeats everything that his brother says
1: oh that's like little rascals
0: so I might boy's name is uh-huh because he always says "Uh
1: uh-huh (laughs)
0: uh-huh yeah it's it's sort of like that i love that movie um i'm sure we'll talk about it one day Cause that's when when he's like, yeah, it was signed by you know Baby Ruth, and they're mm-hmm. like the Sultan of Swat, and then the
1: little like the Sultan of Swat. Oh. Um, it's like Timmy and Tommy on Animal Crossing. Yes, <laughs> exactly like that.
0: Um, but I am very excited to watch it. I haven't seen it in a long time. I one time when I was working at the video game store that I worked at, this guy came in and he was like i have to buy a copy of the sandlot for my little girl because it's her favorite movie and we lost ours or something like that and this yeah. little girl was like three mm-hmm. and so i was just kind of like oh yeah i mean i'm sure she likes it and then she was just like <laughs> yeah it's a movie and they're playing baseball and then they hit the ball over the fence and there's a big dog is slobbering." i was like oh you really do actually love this movie like Aww, she just told me the whole plot like cute. in one breath and i was like oh my
1: god we should I have invited her here yeah she's like <laughs> 12 now (laughs) yeah i bet she still talks like that yeah tight but yeah okay i'm not doing anything (laughs) i got time cool all right let's go a fucking pickle of a movie (laughs) 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 they say pickle at least
0: six times
1: oh i think yeah and i think it's more than that which isn't
0: well i lost my mind towards the end of the note since you started going pickle 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 pickle." (laughs) (laughs) so some of those might have been me that's true but at least six times so it opens up on a man walking through an empty baseball stadium on his way to the press boxes. Mm-hmm. And we get a voiceover talking about the time that Babe Ruth pointed out to the bleachers to indicate his home run. He called the yes. shot. And everybody said ludicrous because no one had ever done that before. Yes.
1: And then he hit a home run. And he did. He hit it out of the stadium. And yeah. wow, what a legendary time. And then he says he starts talking about a kid named Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez. What a name. Who taught him how to play baseball as a kid and got him out of the biggest pickle he'd ever been in.
0: hmm. Then we get some 50s music and some 60s children. Cause this movie, I guess they're also technically 50s children, but the yeah. movie was set in 1962. Mm hmm. They're playing baseball. Yeah. And then they all disperse and they're walking home and they walk home past this kid who is moving in with his family. And yep. he's, again, like the voiceover is talking about how he's moving in right before summer. So he has no time to make friends before he's just kind of gonna be loose in the world yeah with nothing to do
1: yeah he has zip time yes (laughs) (laughs) to make any friends before yeah before i mean school's out he's in a new town Mm -hmm. no friends oh so the voiceover explains that his father died when he was younger and his mom just married this guy named bill and they moved out to the valley Mm -hmm. with him and bill played by dennis leary <laughs> which until we did this podcast like i knew who dennis leary was of yeah. course but i guess i didn't realize how much work he had done in this era yeah like, i always I kinda just thought of he... him as
0: the firefighter guy because was in that one show yeah
1: and before that the asshole song yeah because he did stand-up I'm comedy an yeah. yeah and then he did that song and i was like oh yeah that must be the beginning of his career but no he'd been making movies been around for so long for a long time He's also in that one sylvester stallone movie Operation Dumbo Drop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where Sylvester Stallone played
1: an elephant. Is an elephant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So Bill is obsessed with baseball. We see him in his office, like unpacking his things and they're all baseball related. Yeah. And the kid goes to ask him, hey, remember how you said that you're going to teach me to play catch? And you said that you would, and then maybe we could do that? Mm-hmm. Bill's like, sure. Without even making any eye contact or looking yeah. up. Yeah, doesn't like, look at him. He just says, yeah, sure. sure. But he's not like,
0: I'm clearly in the middle of something. You know, like, once I get all unpacked, I would love to do that. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe Saturday or something. He just says, sure. And then Scotty's like, oh,
1: okay. Well, good, good night. Yeah, he, well, Scotty is also in his pajamas, and you can tell it's dark outside. Yeah. So he knows... So little about baseball that true. he doesn't know. It's like now that is not you the time to see. Right. And not wear pajamas. <laughs> you can wear pajamas. Maybe pajama. He thinks pajama. He saw a baseball uniform and was like, "That looks like pajamas." That's
0: true. You see pictures of Babe Ruth <laughs> and you're like, "That man is wearing the baggiest clothes I've ever seen." <laughs> so
1: maybe that, he thought that bitch is wearing pajamas. <laughs> so anyway, Scotty, this is the next day. Gets his glove and his hat and he goes running down the street through the little town. And he gets to the sand lot where he had followed the previous kids who were playing baseball. He followed them down there. Yeah, he just stalked them to their hangout. Yeah, and just kind of is uh, hanging out. Yeah, he just kind of inserts himself into
0: the outfield, the mm-hmm. b- kind of behind a bush. Yeah. And he's like, I figured if I was just there, they would kind of incorporate me into the game. You know, yeah. they'd ask me to come play with them, Yeah, even though I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And we see Benny, Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez. Yeah, Benny. Who... Oh yeah, he also explains like they only had eight kids, so maybe I could be number nine. He knows enough to know that you need nine kids for a baseball team. Yeah. So then we see Benny, who is like batting. He's like pitching to himself and hitting the ball and like calling out to her He's like he's a coach, and it's so cute because yeah. he's like a year older than these other kids. Yeah. But he's just like, all right, you know, you hit it and then throw, turn two, and we'll throw it. And it's just yeah. like really cute that he's doing it. It is cute, and they're just, his
1: friends. They're practicing, and he's helping them get better.
0: Yeah. So while Scotty Smalls is standing out in the outfield, he hears a big, terrible noise coming from the fence behind him. What
1: kind of terrible noise? A whale? Like a
0: fart? Or a... <laughs> no, it's a scary dog. Oh, no. It's a bunch of growling. And he's like, he can't see the dog. He can just hear it. But it sounds big and nasty. And there's like a bunch of dust clouds getting yeah. kicked up. And then Benny hits the ball really hard, and it comes flying towards Smalls, and it hits him in the face.
1: Yeah. And everybody
0: laughs at him. And then he picks it up and tries
1: to throw it back, but he's really bad at it. It takes him a long time, too. Yeah, well, because he's, like,
0: clearly, like, okay, this foot goes here, and this, he's got, like, all the basics. You know, he's like, my arm goes back here,
1: Uh and he's, like, thinking through it. Yeah, really hard, and then throws it, like, two feet. Me. Yeah. And then... Everyone laughs, except Benny. Yeah. But everyone laughs at him, and he runs off, and he says, my life is over. (laughs) I know. Poor kid. So then, I don't even remember exactly what he says, but the
0: narrator is like, but he would get me out of the biggest pickle. And it's like, okay, stop (laughs) telling me about
1: the pickle. Yeah, I think he says something like, I never would have even gone to the field if I had known the pickle that I would be in, or something like that. That's true. Yeah.
0: And he talks about Benny again. He's like, they all laughed at me, but Benny you know, gave me a chance and whatever, but... And it looks
1: like a pickle. and
0: <laughs> He just looks like a pickle salesman. <laughs> so then we see Smalls at home working on his erector set. Because even though this movie is set in the early 60s, it was still made in the 90s. And so every main character must be a tinkerer yep. by law.
1: Yeah, he's making a little Rube Goldberg machine for his marble, basically. Yeah. Just to like roll around his room. Yeah. And he sets it off. Just as his mom opens the door and the little marble just smacks her in the face. <laughs> yep. And she's just immediately like, hmm, have you made any friends yet? know. <laughs> he says no. And she is like, why not? But yeah. I'm like,
0: what have you done to help him make friends? Have you looked into like the Boy Scouts? Do you have a membership to the Y? Like, is there anything going on that he could go to yeah. to make friends? Or was it just like go loose and hopefully they're not like smoking cigarettes and you know i don't know like
1: yeah whatever kids in the 60s do yeah who knows but she is like just go out and get muddy and scrape your knees and maybe get into a little bit of trouble what mom would say that haha i'm wild (laughs) and then she's like just go make some friends you can't spend your whole summer in here
0: yeah It's
1: it's like, come on, it's it's not like going down to the farmer's market and picking out some friends. Right. It's hard. You got to go down to the sandlot and impress some pickles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bye, mom. I'm off to the sandlot to impress some pickles. (laughs) Okay. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, then we see Scotty and his mom. They keep jumping, like, from day to day to day. Yeah. This is a different day, but they're in the kitchen and she says, well, well, well. And I'm like, she better not be about to be like, have you
1: made any friends yet? Like she's back <laughs> in the off. last 45
0: seconds. Right. Yeah. But he's Scotty says, no, he's too busy. And so what she wants to know is, did you ask Bill if he would teach you to play catch again? Right. And she's like, no, he's not. And I'm like, again, ma'am, you're the adult in this situation. I need you to facilitate these relationships. Yeah. This is your husband that you chose. Go talk to him and be like play ball with your stepson
1: yeah don't put it on the 10 year old's shoulders to forge this relationship she, i think she's trying to make him like more independent and stuff but i guess but like damn she could at least it's the 60s she Sink could or swim.
0: Have said something the night before be like hey bill hey bill you gotta go you gotta hang out with him okay yeah i know he's kind of a dweeb <laughs> but like <laughs> he'll be a dweeb forever if we don't anyway whatever yeah she sucks so Smalls, again, is like, hey, Bill, will you teach me to play catch? And Bill is like, yeah, 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 sure.
1: But he's working at the table right, doing some calculations in front of a box of sugar crisps. Mm -hmm. And it just looks like he's like, oh, I'm really busy. I've got (laughs) to calculate the average number of sugar crisps per box.
0: He's got to make sure he's getting what he paid for.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Be skimping on the sugar
1: crisps. What if that's their, like, how they make their money? Is he, (laughs) like finds things
0: like weights and measures
1: no he's just like um this says it has this many ounces and i found out that it doesn't and so you all owe me ten thousand dollars A (laughs) lifetime supply of sugar crisps yeah that's how he makes money that's his job well you know what then he has time he has plenty of time and so he does finally bill says all right like let's go Mm -hmm. we'll do it now i've got 30 minutes whatever yeah
0: which i'm like yeah that's good that's a good way to Build those relationships is just put resentment in there because you know yeah. bill's like fine yeah It's like yeah this is this is how we should start off not when he's in a good mood no and wants to play catch yeah whatever so anyway smalls is hopeless at baseball as we already know he mm. can't he tries to throw it and then he just walks it over to bill he can't catch it for shit bill is annoyed about it but just keeps being like keep your eye on the ball which means nothing not helpful and won't he's not like giving him any underhand tosses he's just throwing no, it at yeah him.
1: he throws a fucking curveball at him yeah and it he
0: catches it with his glove and his face yeah right yeah. in the eye
1: and then he has a black eye uh-huh which bill helpfully puts a big old piece of steak on it yeah and is like leave that on there for an hour Ugh. yeah ew it's not gonna be cold after about 15 minutes no gross plus his mom is like that was for dinner yeah not anymore yeah, so then Smalls is outside, sitting on his stoop, being a stoop kid. Yeah. With his black eye. Yeah. And he's crying a little bit because his glove's broken.
0: I know, because it was just, it was a bad glove anyway. It made yeah. out
1: of plastic, fell apart. Plus his eye hurts. So Benny comes up, because they live in the same neighborhood. He's walking by. He's like, hey, do you want to come play baseball with us? And Smalls is like, oh, I, I can't. Um, I gotta wash the driveway. yeah uh, <laughs> My glove is broken.
0: <laughs> Gotta alphabetize the grass.
1: <laughs> so busy. Uh but Benny very helpfully has another glove in his back pocket and is like, Well, here you go. It's cause he was born to coach. Yep.
0: Yeah. So then Benny and Smalls go to the store where all the other kids are hanging out in the parking lot talking about Babe Ruth, whom Smalls has never heard of. Like he walks up as soon as they're like the you know, the great bambino. Yeah. And he's like, Who's that? And they're all just like what and of course they go through you know the sultan of swat
1: the titan of terror the
0: colossus of clout colossus of clout the king of
1: crash and he says oh yeah yeah sorry i thought you said uh bambi mm-hmm. the great bambi yeah <laughs> Damn, that I was like, wimpy that- deer so mad <laughs> like,
0: i don't know man so Benny introduces Smalls to the gang. We got Timmy and
1: Tommy Timmons.
0: God, and they—they like,
1: they all spit when they're introduced. I know every I time like, it's so Lip. gross.
0: And Tommy is the little brother. Says everything that Timmy just
1: said. Which is that a reference in Animal Crossing? It's got to be. Yeah. There's
0: no way it's not. Yeah, because their the... names are Timmy and Tommy, and he does that. Yeah, yeah And he just... repeats
1: the last I'll bit of everything, everything. Of clout. that he says. Yep. Huh. I just thought of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway continue uh michael squints Paladorus.
0: uh-huh alan yeah yeah mclennan yeah yeah bertram grover weeks
1: what a name yeah kenny de nunez and hamilton porter who they all call ham as you should yes if your name is hamilton you're getting called ham yeah what other options are there what, what, none <laughs> <laughs> so yes he says we're all gonna go play baseball together yep this is scotty he's our new friend let's go yeah, and everyone is mad and Scotty Scotty Smalls is walking behind everybody else as they walk towards the sandlot mm-hmm. and all the boys are like, Why did you bring him? He does he can't play, he can't catch, he can't throw, you know, and Benny's like, We need a ninth guy. Yeah. And one of them says, Well, my sister could be here too, but I didn't invite her or whatever. Yeah. They're all mad because one of their friends moved to Arizona. Yeah. Ham,
0: especially, is just like, you know, Smith or whatever his name. Ellswinger. Ellswinger.
1: He's like, we had nine... (laughs) <laughs> with Elswinger but it's like it's not Benny's fault he moved away maybe it is <laughs> maybe, maybe it Benny is. was like get out of here
0: Elswinger was like I'm sick of baseball <laughs> the only way I can escape it is if we move to a different state he Benny won't let me not witness play.
1: protection, <laughs> so he doesn't have to play baseball anymore maybe so I don't know and then Squints goes he's an L7 weenie <laughs> <laughs> I know. they're all so mean which is something that we all used to say as kids yeah did it start in this movie it must have or did it just did it continue start forever in the they yeah in
0: the 50s and they put it in there i don't know it's hard to tell this movie is has a lot of cultural impact for sure yeah um but yeah benny yeah it's basically just like hey you guys are jerks i'm sick of hearing it i need to practice more which they're all like you're the best kid on the team you don't need to practice at all but he's like shut up i'm sick <laughs> of playing every position now we have another kid base up you you know yeah. jagaloons. And They're all like, all wow. right, got him. <laughs> so <laughs> Benny hits a ball to Smalls, but he can't catch it. And then he runs it all the way into second base, and everybody is just like, you know, again making fun of him.
1: Yeah, what a
0: dork! Which I'm like, oh, you guys were all born knowing how to play baseball. That's cool for you.
1: Well, and but it is, it's probably surprising that this kid doesn't have like any instincts about it. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it is probably because his dad died when he was so young. That's true. And nobody taught him anything.
0: That's true. But. But I mean, and he is like, he's disrupting the game. You know, they have to hold his hand.
1: And the bill of his hat is too long. Way too long. It's so long. I'm like, can you see? Yeah.
0: But so, yeah, they're all just kind of complaining about it. Also, the fact that no one has said anything to Smalls about the dog He's feet from this fence. Yeah. And nobody thought to mention, like, don't back up too far, by the way.
1: Yeah, there's a big scary dog back there. They just don't
0: even mention it. Like, it's not even a thing. Anyway, Benny runs out to him and is like, listen, you're thinking about it. Don't think about it. Stop thinking so much. He's like, I bet you get all A's, too. And Smalls is like, no, one time I got a B plus." Yeah. And he's like, you're just... It's too, it's too much in your brain just throw the ball throw it like you were throwing a paper like on a paper route and mm-hmm. then he's like okay well how do i catch it And he's like just put your glove in the air and i'll do the rest yeah and smalls is like okay
1: and uh, as benny is running back one of them yells about time benny my clothes are going out of style i'm like you're all dressed <laughs> like idiots what <laughs> do you mean stripes and plaid which yeah. i fucking hate
0: <laughs> they're all yeah they're all dressed like dorks there is so much um just like in the background chatter in this movie yeah. that I love, because the director told these kids he was like, "Just hang out, just be yourselves,"
1: you know. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: And so they're all just like talking to each other in the background and That's like why yelling insults at I'm each sure other. And
1: a, a big reason why it feels so natural. Yeah. It like does none of this feels forced. It all feels like it could have happened, and this is how people would have acted. Yep. When it did exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> Smalls just stands in the outfield with his glove in the air and his eyes closed. Yeah, he's going, please catch it. Please catch it. And Benny hits the ball right into his glove. Uh-huh. He catches it. And then Smalls throws it into second. Yeah. And then everybody's like, all right. Yeah, they're like, okay, well, let's play a ball. Yeah, guess you're part of this now. But then we see the dog some more. We see his big
0: shadow and he's growling. And again, no one has been like, oh, hey, Smalls.
1: Yeah, that Let shadow look looks, looks like a dinosaur. It's so big. I don't know. Back to small's house uh which is cute because it's pink mm-hmm. they're all walking home and smalls and benny are walking together and benny's like hey tomorrow wear a t-shirt and jeans yeah
0: and also, also your hat is
1: stupid. get a different hat and he's like well i don't have another hat and benny who has dog pockets full of baseball gear <laughs> just pulls another hat out of his ass know, like just,
0: you just have the a... human duffel bag <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> it just has so much gear in there like what uh, gives him another hat. So, yep. Good job.
0: It's just I, I can't. I know I keep saying it, but like just the way that Benny was immediately just like, you're our friend now. I'm gonna yeah. take care of you. I will lend you my stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I think at this point is when Smalls tries to give him his glove back, and he's like, no, just keep it. Yeah, it's fine. And it's just like, it's so nice. Yeah. It's exactly what he needed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needed um, a friend.
0: It's honestly, I mean, like I know that like all the other kids are mean to him. But it's kind of nice too that there there didn't need to be like a moment for Benny where he was like, Okay, you can hang and now I'll right. make the other kids like you. He just saw him and he was like, No, you're with us. I'll you know yeah, I'll be nice to you. Kid is lonely and yeah. baseball
1: isn't hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really not. easy. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Uh after he well, as he's in his bedroom later that night, Smalls makes a list of baseball stuff to remember. <laughs> yeah. And the first and only thing on the list. Number one, the great Bambino? Question mark. <laughs> I guess he can't Google it, so
0: he doesn't ask anybody. Though he's just like things to remember, but not look up at all.
1: Yeah, don't <laughs> learn I'm not, about
0: it. Come on, even to ask Bill, who knows everything about baseball.
1: This is so cute, and definitely something I would have done as a kid. Yeah, like my friend, my new friends are into this thing. Yeah, so must I remember. Just wrote everything down when I was a kid. Yeah, I was like, ah, I will make a list of today. I love making lists. I know, me too. And I always have. Feels good. Anyway, sometime later. Mm-hmm. We see Ham up to bat, calls his shot,
0: Babe Ruth style. Mm-hmm. Everybody laughs at him. He whiffs it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But then he gets another pitch, and it's a home run over mm-hmm. the fence with the dog. Uh-oh. And he is going around the bases talking about, like, hide inside just how i like it like yeah. just like talking about how great he is and doing what and everybody is following him and throwing their gloves at him and smacking him they're like those are only ball you yep. do this but he's just like yeah i'm the greatest i knew it was, <laughs> i knew i could do it which is so funny
1: but smalls who doesn't know about the danger of the beyond says <laughs> it's okay i'll get it and he heads towards the fence and squints somehow sees this happening even though <laughs> his hat is like over it's like in his eye sockets i know and it's like it just looks so uncomfortable that i was like are you okay my dude can you see yeah like
0: jokes aside about your glasses your hat
1: yeah but he uh. sees it happening and he's like no yep. so they all run over to stop him and pull him down off the fence mm-hmm. and he's like what i was just gonna get the ball
0: yep but they're like it's gone man
1: like don't even worry about it we'll get another one tomorrow which i'm like why do you, why do you have to wait Somebody's got to go get 98 cents. I guess. Um, But they still don't tell him about the dog. Yeah. They're just like, it's gone forever. Yeah. And then they turn to leave.
0: Yeah. And he's like, why? They all finally turn back around and they say, the beast. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what is the beast? And so Benny's like, just go very slowly and quietly over to the fence. Look through that hole. You'll see what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so he does. And he sees the ball, and then he sees a massive paw come out and stomp on it and yep. scratch it, like, take it away. He's like, something got the ball. What was that? And again, rather than answer, they all just look at each other and say, camp out. Yeah. So now we get the classic s'mores scene. Yeah,
1: so it's later that night, and they're all in their treehouse, which I g- is still at the sand lot. Yeah. Uh, it's just the cool place to be. They just live there. And <laughs> Ham is making s'mores over some candles i know which is cute
0: it's cute too the way he's like posted up behind him like a bartender and he's like would you like a s'more
1: yeah and he's like smalls has no idea what that is and he says how i haven't had anything how can i have some more of it Mm -hmm. you're killing me Smalls. (laughs)
0: so he teaches him you take the gram you roast the mallow you Uh know all the steps yeah and this is when i really noticed like all of the like back round chatter they're mm-hmm. like this isn't my sleeping bag that's your sleeping bag yeah and somebody's like you're gonna burn the place down ham and somebody else is like hey Ham, make me one of those it's just cute that there's like just a bunch of kids hanging yeah out, being yeah. kids so squints is like all right everybody lay down it just went to bed so i'm gonna tell you the story mm-hmm. and he gets up points his flashlight at his face says back
1: before any of us could ever even pick up a baseball okay well that was like last week for small so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a bit That's a volleyball small, put it down Yeah fuck He says Mr. Myrtle The guy who owned the junkyard Was tired of people Coming into his junkyard And stealing things So he got a puppy And then fed it Entire sides of beef And let it go wild In the junkyard And within a few weeks It turned into the beast
1: Yeah and the, We're getting like The black and white Like <laughs> Yeah scene. very corny Yeah we're seeing it Again it's very noir Yes Yeah
0: It is like I hadn't really thought about it So jumping ahead a little bit, Roger Ebert compared this movie to A Christmas Story. He said yeah. this is the summer version, you know, of that movie. They're not at all alike in story but, like, they're just the same feel. Yeah. And, yeah, the, he sure. has that scene, too, where he's, like, imagining, like, the criminals coming in and mm-hmm. he's shooting them with his, like... Yeah. So, yeah, it's, same it's thing big, where yeah. there's, like, classic, you know, the stripes on their shirt and the yep. black masks.
1: Yeah, they look like little cat burglars. Yeah. but So, he's... <laughs> He
0: says, you know, the Beast's job was to kill anyone who broke in the junkyard. And he goes, and he did. And he liked it. Yeah. A lot. (laughs) And he gets all serious again. But I like when he's just a little kid.
1: Mm -hmm. He says,
0: then the cops started getting phone calls about all the missing thieves.
1: Yeah, it added up to 120, about 173 guys. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) So then the cops went to the junkyard and they told Myrtle that they had chained up the Beast. And he's like, well, for how long? And the cop says, forever. Ever
1: and i was like that's why i say it like that yeah i didn't realize that's where it came from i always say forever forever and that's where he is now still under the house yeah is what he says yeah and smalls is like okay well that's stupid <laughs> so that didn't happen yep so squints is like well go look out the window go to the window and look down yeah and he does, and he kind of sees the dog. Right. He, like, sees his arm, maybe. Yeah. And, like, some... His chains and stuff. Yeah. And they're, like... They all say, yeah, if anything goes over that fence, it's gone forever. Forever. Yeah.
0: So, it's daytime now. And we see Squints and one of the other kids. I don't remember which one it is. They've, like, gotten something from a store. They, and they're... they're buying a new baseball. Is that what it is? Yeah. And they're heading back... But on the way, they see Wendy Peffercorn.
1: Oh, who looks like she's like 10 years older than them. But she's probably only like three years older than them. It's true.
0: It's just such a... I mean, she could be... If they're 11 and 12... She's
1: probably 15. She's like, yeah, 16. That's not... But I mean, it's such a huge gap. Yeah, when you're that old. Yeah. For sure. So... And she's just like, you know, cute blonde 60s girl in a dress with her, you know... 60s bangs and mm-hmm. red lipstick and sunglasses and yep yep. so they he drools at her for a bit yeah and the two of them run back to the sandlot they're like god it took you guys so long and the one kid said squints was perving a dish <laughs> <laughs> like wow slang okay what yeah and they think we have slang now I mean we do I know but it just always existed squints was perving a dish what but they all start complaining that even though they have a baseball now it is too hot to play baseball Mm -hmm. so they decide to go to the pool
0: yep the narrator explains that like benny would have played baseball anytime there was light all day every day yeah but going to the pool was the only not baseball activity that he tolerated yes (laughs) but so they're all there and they're all just like staring at wendy peppercorn
1: yeah she's the lifeguard yes yeah
0: you know he's because they're all like let's go Stare at the babes, you know, pool babes. Yeah. I
1: don't even. Oh, just scamming on pool babes or something like that. Yeah, and they're all like. None of us had ever seen a Playboy, even though we'd all said that we had. <laughs> right? But this was the closest that we could imagine getting to something like that because they're just, you know, women tanning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Ham like walks around and is like winking at them all. He's like, "Hey, ladies! Oh, little ladies! Sexy!" And then yeah. he like poses at them and then he does a cannonball and gets them all wet. Yep. It's great, but so. Basically, mostly they're all there to stare at Wendy Peppercorn because she is the lifeguard and she's up in her little chair putting suntan lotion on her legs. And it's not something that you notice if you don't know to look for it. Mm. But once you do know, um, apparently it was only 56 degrees on the day that they filmed this scene. And if you look at Squint's, his lips are like, his teeth are chattering. Yeah. No, I noticed that
1: before I saw your note and I was like, is he just nervous? Yeah. Yeah and then i saw your note and i was like oh he's cold oh baby i know which it (laughs) makes me feel
0: really bad i mean one these kids act the hell out of this scene because other than that you don't really like get the impression that they're not like having the best summer day of their lives yeah but also why what just move move the filming filming. of this scene to a different day to a warmer day because there was like a different day where they were filming that was so hot that the kid who played smalls passed out and crashed into a cameraman. Oh, no. So I was like, that should have been the pool day. Like, why is your schedule so inflexible (laughs) that you can't move it around? I don't know. I'm a hairdresser. (laughs) It's weird. They only, (laughs) they filmed this movie in 42 days.
1: Damn. Which is insane.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's why their schedule was so flexible. There's like, every day. We have to
1: get this We know what we're doing. I mean, when you're filming with kids that age, you really do have to do it that fast because they grow up overnight.
0: It's true. And they got to go back to school. But like, And they can only work like... So five hours, hours a day a or day, whatever yeah. and they can't work weekends and they can't work past a certain time so it's true you do have a like a limited amount of time and yeah you d- you never know when their voice is gonna sound different You're yeah like, oh, fuck we gotta redo the whole thing but like it's southern california man it's gonna get hot again like you don't have yeah. any kind of flexibility It'll be warm again. so he's not freezing in this pool i just feel really bad for him because oh, he's such yeah. a tiny little kid but anyway he says i've swum here every summer of my adult life <laughs> At age eleven, so. right, and every summer there she is, lotioning, oiling, oiling, lotioning. I can't <laughs> take it anymore. And so he, they're all like, "Squints, what are you talking about?" But he just he swims to the edge, he gets out, smiles at his friends with his big teeth. It's like the mm. worst face ever. Yeah. And then he goes up to the diving board, and they're all like, "Squints can't swim."
1: Yeah. What's Why he is doing he in the deep end? What's he what What's he doing?
0: He goes to the end of the diving board. He takes his glasses off. He Holds waves him in the at Wendy. And he jumps in. Yep. And they're all just start freaking out.
1: Yeah. Because they're like, ah, I can't swim. Ah. Yeah.
0: And so she's like, well, shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. She sees him go down. Yeah. And just stay on the bottom and of the pool. And all cool. his friends freaking
0: out, right? So yeah. So she jumps in after him, pulls him out, lays him down, and performs mouth to
1: mouth. The daintiest CPR I have ever seen. Well, of course. She's not even doing chest compression. She's no. just blowing in his mouth. Right. And then listening to his heart. And like pinching his <laughs> nose. With her two little dainty nails. The But well, yeah, she does it for a while and all of his friends are like, come on, squints. Yeah. Come on, buddy. And I was like, damn, if this kid died in this moment, he would die being called squints. <laughs> That's what he would have wanted. <laughs> I know. But it's just like, damn. Uh, they would
0: have put it on his funeral. Like at his, they would been like, Michael squints Pallodorus. Yeah.
1: Probably. Look at him. But he didn't die. No. Instead, he opened his eyes. looked at his friends and winked. Yeah. And then went back to getting CPR'd mm-hmm. and then just put his arms around Wendy and kissed her. Yep. It's not cool. No. And she calls him a perv. Yep. And she throws all of them out forever. Forever. They're all banned from the pool forever. Forever. Forever.
0: Yep. Apparently the director was like, I only have one thing to say to you about this scene. Keep your tongue in your mouth. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. But as they're leaving, he, like, waves at her, and she, like, rolls her eyes, but then she waves back, mm-hmm. and they're all just like, squints walked a little taller after that day, and, you know, we all...
1: He had kissed a woman. Right. And it was long and good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So anyway,
0: Benny comes and knocks on small store. It's a different day. It's night now. He mm-hmm. knocks on the door, and smalls is like what what's the rush and benny's like it's the night game yeah they only get to play one night game a year and that's on the fourth of july Mm -hmm. because they can play by the light of the fireworks which like i am not a patriotic person but this scene i'm just like yeah
1: yeah it's they're good yeah they're playing baseball at night and you know just like summer nights are such a romantic mm-hmm. you know like feeling yeah and there's fireworks and there's somebody singing the anthem in a real rock and roll sexy voice and you're just yeah. like yeah i want to fuck america <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, okay <Ooh>. <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> all that but Whew. it look, it does look really cute yeah and they talk about how you know, they probably, as kids, would have all just stood around and stared at the fireworks if Benny hadn't been, like, mm-hmm. brought them back down to Earth. Yeah, We're which he does, like, cute. he
0: hits, like, a fly ball into the outfield, but they've all just stopped playing, mm-hmm. and they're all just staring, and he's just running around the bases. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a very cute scene. So then, it's in the daylight. They get it's Benny into a pickle.
1: Pickle!
0: <laughs> and a different team shows up. They're on bikes. (laughs) They got uniforms and the Sandlot kids are not happy about seeing these kids. No. And he rolls up, clearly the leader. He's a real dick. His name's Phillips. Mm -hmm. And he's just there to talk shit.
1: Yeah. He just just showed up to make fun of them. He's like, you got a bunch of rejects and a fat kid on your baseball team. LOL. Yeah. You play at a Sandlot. We have a
0: real field. And it's like, who cares? Go there then. We're having fun. Get out of here. So he and Ham get into an insult argument.
1: It's very childish and cute, though. Oh, yeah. Fort sniffer. Yeah. Whatever. But
0: liquor. Right. And, you know, you make sandwiches with your mother's toe jam oh. and you like it.
1: Oh, God. Oh. Sick burn. <laughs> yeah. Until finally Ham says, You play ball like a girl. Oh, and everyone gets quiet because yeah. that's like the worst insult. The
0: worst. Phillips makes a face that is one of the best reaction jokes <laughs> of all time where he's
1: just like offended <laughs>
0: <sighs>
1: cannot believe how could you stoop so low yeah
0: i know we just rode over here on our bikes to make fun of you poor kids but that that is just a line too far yeah. hamilton <laughs> but anyway phillips is like all right let's fucking prove it game on yeah you come to our field tomorrow at noon we'll play we'll see who's the best
1: and so they do we mm-hmm. skip to tomorrow at noon, and we see him playing catcher and just shit talking the batter. Yeah, which as is, is his right. Hilarious, mm-hmm. and he just says shit like, "If my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and make him walk backwards."
0: <laughs> yep. And then he's like, "That's a strike before the ball's even like across the plate." <laughs> it's just like it's he's so chill about it. It's yeah. so funny. Uh, and yeah, the Sandlot kids just kind of crush these other kids. Oh They're yeah, way better at baseball. They
1: all get hits. Yeah. You know, the other kids are striking out,
0: yeah. Even smalls is doing great, yeah. It's almost as though they
1: practice every day, yeah. Their fancy uniforms do not mean that they are good at baseball. Mm-mm. The uniforms do not a baseball team make.
0: So now we're at the carnival. This is the second time in the movie that. So, the guy who directed the movie is also narrating, yeah. He says crap twice, yeah. And he just says crap, like, he just says. He says the crap out of it. He's like, you beat the (laughs) crap out of those guys. I'm like, you say that word weird. Maybe you shouldn't have put it in your movie so many times. In So (laughs) they go to the carnival. Yeah. And Benny's like, it's all on me. And he buys them all tickets, which is, again, adorable. Very sweet. And then Bertram Grover Weeks, in the hoarsest voice ever. He must have been just shouting this whole movie.
1: They all scream so much throughout this movie. Especially
0: if they filmed it out of order and like later scenes. Maybe he's just hoarse from the filming. But he's like oh shit wait and they're like what? And he's uh, like I forgot and he pulls out a huge bag of chewing tobacco. Ugh. Yeah and he's like I was saving it for something great and they're like well hell yeah let's do it. This is the perfect night you know they beat those kids. Uh-huh. They're at the carnival. Like, yeah this they're is the having perfect
1: a great day. Summer day. This is the night. The most beautiful night. <laughs> they call it Bella Note. Mm-hmm. They sure do. And so they all put chewing tobacco in their mouths. Uh-huh. And get on one of those spinny rides. Uh-huh. And at first they're like this is the best thing that's ever happened. I
0: know. They're having such a good time. Yeah, yeah, is dressed like a used car salesman. Yeah. They're having like the air feels great, you know. They're just whew, they're getting that march.
1: nicotine high. Mhm. Um I can I couldn't even watch this scene. <laughs> like I knew they were going to throw up. Yeah. But even just I cannot ride spinny rides. Oh, and yeah. so just watching them be on the spinny ride was already too much for me and then they all started puking it's true everywhere Mm -hmm. not as bad as it could have been
0: yeah it's mostly just sounds yeah although they do throw up on some other people yeah and like the splashing gross. oh yeah
1: of it terrible
0: i made a friend one time get on you know like the viking ship rides yeah she those like, are
1: fine those don't bother me i know she reason. already
0: was like kind of not feeling well yeah and i was like you'll be fine and she just threw up over the side real Aww. bad but then she was like well now i feel better so i was like you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah um yeah so they all threw up they all throw up a bunch and they're all covered in like nasty
1: it looks like chili dog sauce it is. Do you want to know
0: what it's made out of? I guess. Yeah, that's what you're we're gonna. here for. It is made of split pea soup, baked beans, oatmeal, water, and gelatin, Ooh. all mixed together. And the chewing tobacco that they all have in their mouth is made of licorice and bacon bits. Ew. And so they were like, "Yeah, all the kids are like, we were genuinely sick because one, that's disgusting, yeah. and two, we had to ride that ride so many times to get all the takes, oh. and so we were all just ill
1: anyway. oh gross. Yeah. So it's um, the next day. Yeah. Mom says she's taking Bill to the airport. Um, We know it's the next day because mm, mm-hmm. uh, Smalls does not feel well. And yeah. his mom is like, are you OK? He's very pale. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm fine. And Fine. Yeah, I'm great. Bill, you know, says, all right, while well, I'm gone, you're the man of the house. Yeah. And Take so, care of everything. Yeah. And then it cuts to the drugstore where they buy baseballs from. Uh-huh. And I like the under the sign, it says fountain cosmetics, <laughs> meaning they have a drink fountain and yes. they also sell cosmetics. But I just yeah. like to imagine a cosmetic fountain. You just stick your face in it. And, and then you come out and your face is beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. great. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> so he says, later that day, we all got together to play baseball and I got us into the biggest pickle of all time. And I'm like, I'm glad that we're finally here at the pickle because I was tired of him hinting. At the pickle, we have that arrived. they got into. We have arrived. At the pickle, so the kids all base up. Benny's at the plate. He crushes the ball so hard that he peels the skin off of it. Yeah, it looks pretty tight. It does look cool, and they all think it's cool, except for Benny because he's like, "No, it means we can't play anymore."
1: Yeah, it's only noon, and we've already. I've know, ruined our whole day. Yeah, and Smalls is like, "Well, I have a ball at home."
0: Yeah. And they all immediately are like, go get it. Like, yeah. not, he's not even
1: done talking yet. And they're all yelling at him to go get it. So he's like, OK, so he runs away and he goes home and he goes into Bill's office mm-hmm. and he grabs the ball signed by Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. What was he thinking that he wanted to be the hero for his friends? But like, yeah, Scotty, they were they're already resigned to not playing. There's other things you can do. Yeah, take a fucking nap, man. Because guys <sighs> right. have just been sprinting around this town for three months. Truly. But he grabs the baseball and he runs back. And Benny says, all right, well, you know, you brought the ball, so it's your up. Mm-hmm. So he goes, he misses the first pitch, but then he crushes the next one. And it flies over the fence. Which fence? The fence to the beast's yard. <gasps> oh, no. So they got two more pitches out of it. Right. <laughs> Great. That was totally worth running home for.
0: Yeah. Uh, Benny is super excited about it. And all the kids are
1: chanting his name. Yeah. Because they're, they're small, like small, small, proud small of him. Small small you know, yeah. He's gotten so much better.
0: I know. But he, I mean, he's just broken. He like, looks he's, like he
1: saw a ghost. He's oh. like,
0: oh. Right. He, at first he's running and he's excited. And he's rounding second. And then he sees it go over the fence. And he's just like, oh no. And just starts walking out towards the fence. Yeah. And they're all like, uh, dude, the you
1: got to. You know, you got to go all the way around. Yeah. You forgot to turn. Right. So he walks up to it and
0: he's like, I didn't think I was going to hit it. And they're like, yeah, but like, you did great. You know, like, yeah. I'm really proud of you. It's fine.
1: You know, yeah. it's okay. We didn't get that ball. Whatever. But he's like, we have to get the ball back. And right. they're like, haha, we cannot. Don't worry. Yeah. You, you know, already we'll, know. We'll just get another ball tomorrow. Yeah. That's fine. But. Then he goes, he starts yelling. He's like, you don't understand. That wasn't even my ball. My stepdad's going to kill me. Right. Some lady gave it to him. She signed it even. It was some lady named Ruth. Uh-huh. Baby Ruth. <laughs> They're all just like, babe, Ruth. And they all charge the fence. Oh, yeah. They're all yelling about it to see if, yeah, you're right. To see, yeah, if they can see it in the yard, which they do. Yep. It's there lying in the dirt right outside the doghouse. Mm-hmm. But then... Just as they're like, oh, there it is. Out comes a massive paw. Yeah. And it pulls it back into the dog. Mm hmm. And so this
0: is when they get down and start yelling at him for playing. We you know what were you thinking? Bringing a Babe Ruth signed ball out here. And he's like, yeah, you keep yelling me at me about that, but I don't know who she is. And they go through the whole, the Sultan of SWAT. Yeah. You know? And they're like, the great Bambino. <laughs> and
1: he just goes, that was the same guy. <laughs> he looked so upset. I know. He's he clearly doing... did not do any research. No, but he's doing a great job of acting. Yeah. Because he really looks.
0: I know, his neck veins are popping out. Yeah. Like, he's getting real sweaty. Very upset. But so this is when they finally explain to him, because he didn't fess up. this is a a lesson children who are not listening always be (laughs) honest okay it's it's okay to look dumb for a minute in front of your new friends yeah if they're true friends if they're real cool it'll be an opportunity for them to teach you something new
1: yeah then they can be like see look how smart i am
0: look how smart i am but they finally explained to him that babe ruth was the greatest baseball player of all time
1: yeah baby ruth do you know
0: that one time babe ruth got struck out by a girl oh yeah they used to let girls play in the majors, and there was a lady, she was 17, her name was Jackie Mitchell, and she struck out Babe Ruth, and then she struck out Lou Gehrig right after him. Hell yeah. And then shortly after that, they terminated her contract. <laughs> I like, supposedly, the commissioner of baseball at the time said that women should not play baseball because they were not, uh, they were too delicate for the the everyday grind. You know, you had to, sure, she could play one game, but like they didn't have the stamina to be out there every day and like being on the road. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. But I think it's because she struck out Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and yeah. they were embarrassed about it. Definitely. Some people later tried to retcon it and they were oh. like, Babe Ruth, they struck out on purpose, like for a good, like for the fun level. It's like, no. No. She struck them out. Yeah. Anyway, she did great. Yep. So. Proud of her. Smalls just drops to his knees and everybody rushes to fan him with their hats.
1: Get in some air. It was just just adorable. And then Benny immediately is like, what are we what are we going to do? What do we have to do? Mm -hmm. And Smalls is like, well, we've got a week until Bill comes back. Yeah. And Benny says, "Okay, we've all got to get a bunch of bottles and cans so that we can cash them in and get 98 cents to get a new baseball.
0: I love that this was always an option for them. Like, yeah, this is not the first time that they've lost a baseball, but before when they lose one, they just go, well, OK, it's over. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have scrounged together bottles and cans to cash them in, but they never did because they were like, That's, it's not worth that much effort. Right. But in this moment, it is when Smalls needs them. Yeah. They're like, let's do it. And it's just so I just love it. Yeah. So I was just like, I know that this is not real, mm. but I wish I could just travel back in time with my night with my 2022 money. And just buy them a bunch of baseballs. Yeah, just be like, here's just a hundred dollars. Just put get put a hundred dollars on a tab. Yeah, at the general store, and just have, be like, just
1: as many you know, baseballs at least as they need. They yeah, can
0: get which. So then I did some googling. Ninety eight cents in twenty twenty two money is nine dollars and ten cents. Which Jesus. I was like, that's a lot of money for a baseball, and I don't think they cost that much now. And then I went on DickSportingGoods.com and they fucking do. They're like ten bucks, Teared seven to ten dollars a piece. Jesus. Which is insane. That's. It's too much money. You can get like a bunch of practice ones. Like 36 practice ones for like $12 or whatever. Sure. But like if you want like a nice like game ball or
1: whatever. Yeah. $10. What the fuck? And the national minimum wage is still seven <laughs> twenty-five. <725. laughs> yeah. It's, fine. So, it's you It's know. worth, worth less than a baseball. Uh huh. Anyway. So Benny. They, they go buy the new ball. Benny signs Babe Ruth's name on it. And everyone's like well that doesn't look like yeah, looks the signature and he's like no we're just gonna put this in place of the other one so small's mom doesn't notice while we figure this out
0: yeah buying us a little bit of time yeah which i'm like babe ruth's signature looked bad on the original one it looked like a child wrote it so yeah. honestly if they'd have scuffed up this brand new baseball and then written he maybe he even may... bill wouldn't have noticed i have never noticed very dark yeah but they do so smalls sneaks it back into the trophy room puts it back where it went
1: his the this is when we see the signature. It is very bad. It is bad. It does look like a six-year-old it. Well, <laughs> that child did write this one, but in on the original, too. But just then, Scotty's mom is looking for him, and yeah. he's like, oh, I'm in here, and she comes in, and she's like, you know, Bill doesn't like you to touch his stuff. Right. And then she starts talking to him about where he got the Babe Ruth baseball.
0: Yeah. His dad gave it to him, and maybe one day he'll give it to you.
1: Yeah. And poor Smalls for this whole thing is so sweaty because he's know, nervous. I know. And then the voiceover is like, "Even my own mom, a grown-up girl, knew who Babe Ruth was. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was just salt in the wound.
1: I just love a grown-up girl. Yeah,
0: you never thought <laughs> being a girl.
1: Well, no. sometimes you do. It's it was just cute, but no. that's how he thought of her.
0: Yeah." So now they're all sitting around in the treehouse thinking of ways to get it back. Smalls just suggests that they go ask Mr. Myrtle and Squints is like, are you out of your fucking mind? He's the meanest man that ever lived. He let his dog eat a child.
1: Yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody knows.
0: So then they look out in the yard and they see that the beast has spit the ball out of his doghouse and they're all like, oh, he's taunting us. Yeah,
1: he knows. So now we get a little getting the ball back montage. Uh, Yeah. First they tried to just stick... A pole, like a wooden stick through the fence and like roll it back to them. But the beast grabs it mm-hmm. and breaks it off and they pull it back out and it's covered in so much sloper. Yeah, it's gross. So then they try a dog bowl on a metal pole, mm-hmm. which is smart because they're just going to like cover it with the bowl and scoop it out. Yep. Um, But when they go to pull it back, the beast also takes that pole. Uh-huh mangles it and throws it back over the fence somehow yes (laughs) (laughs) and we see that the ball has already been chewed all to hell at this point so yeah like even if you get it back this is what i was thinking of when you were talking about his voice being hoarse because every time they see the beast or they get thwarted by the beast they all scream at the top of their lungs
0: well they think he's gonna eat them i know so yeah i can imagine that if they shot these scenes first and then they went to the the carnival later that he would just be like what's up guys yeah so now they're trying from the top and they go in the tree house they've got three vacuum cleaners they put a catcher's mitt on the end of a big pole which is mm-hmm. attached to these vacuum cleaners and they like point it out and they're like turning them on one by one to suck up the space ball yeah
1: which what this would never work right but it is a really good idea and it's cute and innovative yeah yeah
0: it is funny that, like, there's just dust and it doesn't pick up any dirt. but it picks No, up the space none
1: little. of the dirt is even being stirred. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then, so they get it. It's like, Hoop. yep. So, Sometimes, this is another instance where, like, mostly Squints is, like, trying to be, like, cool and tough. But every once in a while he does this, like, high squeaky little kid voice. Mm-hmm. And right now he goes, you got it. <laughs> so cute. But so, yeah, they get it and they're, like, bringing it back. But then the beast bites the tube which causes the vacuum cleaners to clog and for some reason they
1: can't turn them off yeah they're like they're shorting out and so they they, explode they all run out yeah some of them are just diving off the sides i know it's so dramatic and then we see them all laying on the ground in like a pile while the treehouse explodes behind them and it makes them look like the littlest like trench warfare survivors (laughs) because they're all like in a little ditch together yeah but also, they left poor Timmy Timmons up there.
0: I know. Tommy, worst brother ever.
1: Award. Yeah. And uh, he comes down just head to toe covered in dust. Mm-hmm. But very calm. Mm-hmm. And he says, I blame myself.
0: <laughs> We've been going about this all wrong." <laughs> he says, it's time for a surprise airborne attack. I'm like, just
1: get get him some ham,
0: you right? goons.
1: Just get him. Feed the dog. Distract. Go get a dog bone. I know. I was thinking it would have been a cute idea if smalls had remembered that bill put meat on his face when he oh, got a black yeah. eye so they could have been like we got to give somebody a black eye so that somebody can give us some meat <laughs> and <laughs> then we'll use <laughs> that to distract the dog just punch me in the face yeah it's fine. i just feel like if they had done that it would have been a cute scene yeah of them trying to like punch one another but they're little kids so they just be like <laughs> <Aww>. me then <laughs> they're like ow you hit me oh yeah Anyway, they decide to use, they decide to do an airborne approach mm-hmm. using Hamilton's leg power.
0: Yes. I mean, are, he arguably has the strongest thighs yeah. as the catcher. Yeah. But he does appear to be struggling. But so well, yeah, because
1: he's trying to lower an entire child. I
0: mean, it's, yeah, yeah. He's just bones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has no muscles but, whatsoever
0: on him. Yes. But, so, yeah. So, the planet, he's wearing, like, a catcher's gear mm-hmm. like the chest protector yeah and just like which is like tied up at the top and they're lowering him from the treehouse into i'm like he ate a child yeah you're just throwing yeah, you're yeah in there
1: just dangling i mean i know him. you can get him
0: back out but like
1: damn yeah that doesn't seem like Maybe the you can. smartest idea yeah
0: but they lower him in there mm-hmm. he manages to grab it but then he looks up and he is face to face with this dog
1: and all, but all they show is, like, the tongue. Yeah. It's like the muzzle and the, the like, the dripping, slobbery teeth and tongue. Uh-huh. And he does get the ball, but he gets startled by this and drops it. Yeah. And uh, But they do get him out of there. Yeah.
0: Before he gets Unscathed. Eaten. Yes. So now it's Scotty Smalls' turn to step up. Yeah. The tinkerer. He's like, all right, I knew it was time to pull out all the stops. Science versus nature. Yeah. And he goes and gets all of his erector sets from his house, and they build a huge ramp that goes down into the yard with, like, a little rover on it, Mm -hmm. which they lower down by... It's got, like, cords... It's electric. Boogie woogie. So it's got, like, cords coming out the back. (laughs) So they lower it down, and then they're, like, able to, like, maneuver it from there. Yeah. And they're all wearing different kinds of helmets, which they look adorable.
1: None of them baseball. Nope. No.
0: And they guide it into the yard, and I've (laughs) It took me... Three attempts to realize the irony of having Squints be their lookout guy. <laughs> yeah, because he's the guy that can't see.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: But it has a little catapult in it. And so they get up to the ball. And half of the kids are, like, standing there ready to catch it when it comes back over the fence. But, like, you just let it hit the grass. And yeah, don't get it. You, you don't, don't have to catch it. it whatever. They got to do something, I guess. They need yeah. some roll. But it, got, it comes up to the ball. And it puts Oops. this little scooper around it and then it flings it, and Benny's like, I got it! I see it! He's ready to catch it! Yeah. And then we see, as it's flying through the air towards them, the beast jumps up like a breaching orca <laughs> and just catches it in his giant mouth.
1: And he says, oop!
0: And goes back down. <laughs> and then, of course, crushes the whole erector set yeah. and
1: sends it flying over the right sides. So, all of those attempts failed. Later that night, Smalls Tells us it's a voiceover. We don't see it, but he tells us that he has a dream that he is being hammered into the ground by a baseball. Yeah, like a railroad spike. It's like I wonder what that means. I don't know. But Benny had a much more helpful dream. Yeah. About Babe Ruth, who walks into his bedroom out of his closet, and he's like, "I hear you're in a pickle."
0: (laughs) This movie brought to you by Vlasic.
1: Yeah, but. He says, I heard you lost a baseball. Why don't you just hop over there and get it? And then he goes to walk away. He's like, ha ha, I've solved your problems. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) But Benny's like, there's a great big beast. I can't get it. Yeah. And Babe's like, all right, listen, this is your big chance to do something great. And you've got to take it. Yeah. And Benny is like, okay. But Babe Ruth looks down and picks up a Henry Aaron card. Who Mm -hmm. is that?
0: So Henry Aaron was one of the greatest baseball players of all time is... Everybody knew him professionally as Hank Aaron, but he preferred oh. to be called Henry. Okay, yeah. Um, He broke Babe Ruth's home run, career Got home it. run record. Babe Ruth hit 714 and Henry Aaron hit 755.
1: Oh, shit. He broke it by
0: a lot. I know. I was actually, I was reading about him and he received a plaque from the post office for getting the most individual mail to a person who was not a politician because he got so he was on this road to beating Babe Ruth's records record and he got so much like some fan mail but also a lot of hate mail and death threats of just like how dare you oh come for this record how dare you try and beat him especially because he was black yeah you know just like I mean people were just like we're so mad that like Babe Ruth had you know made this record and here he was about to beat it which it did say that, like, Babe Ruth's widow at the time came forward and she was like, he would absolutely support him in this, you know, yeah. goal towards beating this record. So you guys can all shut the fuck up. But yeah, got a plaque from the post office for getting the most mail. Huh. That's cool. They, the uh, I think he was on the Tigers at the time. Had to hire a secretary just to deal with his mail. Oh, my God. Because of all, like, the mail that he was getting. Jesus Christ. I
1: know. Like, imagine giving a shit. <laughs> You know? I know mean, what did what else did people have to do back then? I guess. No one had TikTok. <laughs> it's well, true. It is cute then for him to like this Babe Ruth character to find this Hank Aaron card and be yeah. like, I don't know why, but I just feel like I need this. Yep. So it's another kind of like show of support in yes. this movie, which is cute. Yeah. But so
0: Benny's like, Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have it. I kind of yeah. wish that they had shown like the next day that his like Card was missing because mm-hmm. it's like it's in a dream, dude. You can take whatever you want, <laughs> whatever's yeah, in this yeah. room that you just fucking whatever
1: it. imaginary thing you like, bro. But Benny says again as Babe Ruth is leaving, he's like, Okay, so you're saying I should hop over that fence and pickle the beast? Mm-hmm. Pickle the pickle. beast, pickle just he's like, You want me to pickle the dog? Yeah, big jar, really big jar, lots of vinegar, a lot of dill. <laughs>
0: okay, I don't know where I'm gonna
1: get a jar that big, but
0: he tells them, Heroes get remembered. But legends never die. So the next day, Benny gathers all the kids, takes them to the sand lot. He's knocking on Smalls' window and he's like, I had a dream, let's go. <laughs> Smalls' like, What? Okay. Okay. So he tells them about his dream. He puts on his brand new black on black PF flyers. Which
1: just look like Converse, but they do.
0: PF flyers had been discontinued by this point, but they brought them back Aww. briefly for this movie. That's and cute. like a little while afterwards they sold them. Which yeah. I think mean, is
1: cute. And, yeah, as he's lacing him up, Smalls is like, listen, you don't have to do this. It's my problem. I caused it. And Benny says, I absolutely must. Mm -hmm. And so he hops the fence. Yeah. Lands on the other side. And there's the beast. Yeah. But he looks like a regular sized dog this time. Rather than like the oversized. Right. Imagination. Yes. Exaggerated. beast. He looks. I mean, he's still big. He's a (laughs) Mastiff. Yeah. He looks
0: like a regular sized Mastiff, which is Yeah. yeah, still a big dog, but. It's not. He's just like he's oh. so
1: cute, and he has a big flappy face, he's kind and kind of a dog.
0: Yeah, he's wagging his tail. Oh, and
1: he has huge balls. You see so much of his balls in this movie. Yeah, because a lot of the shots are of him chasing, yeah. so we get him from behind, and it's just or him jumping over shit, and you and get the camera the
0: underneath. Yeah, what does Dane Cook say? All his cash and prizes. Yeah, it's
1: the whole scrumdiddlyumptious. <laughs> it's all there
0: (laughs) it's it's like
1: (laughs) thank you again oh there it is all right great yeah anyway but he's got the ball in his mouth as Mm -hmm. they're facing each other and he spits it at benny like yeah like play with me yeah come get it and then so then he pickles him yeah he runs up he grabs it and he runs for the fence and he scales it yep the beast is chasing
0: him and his chain breaks Mm-hmm. But Benny's like, I made it. He makes it over the fence. He lands in the grass. Everybody's He's like, congratulating I him, doing great. But then we hear a terrible noise. Benny turns around and he goes, "Oh shit!" Uh-huh. And then the beast just charges right through the fence,
1: just breaks it down. Yep, and chases him through the whole town. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, he doesn't break the fence. He jumps. over He jumps it. over it. Yeah. But yeah, so we also get <laughs> the like Lon Chaney's werewolf movie is also playing at the same time. Yeah, which I'm I guess... like not sure why. Just so... to be
1: like, hey. 1960s. Yeah, don't forget. We're setting the scene.
0: But anyway, yeah, there's a whole chase. He chases him through through the town. He does chase him into the movie theater. And mm. then when, just as he's changing into the wolfman, the dog jumps through the screen. Yeah, and it's, is this, screaming.
1: it's the scene where the woman is explaining that a werewolf can only be killed with a pickle bullet. <laughs> or a pickle knife. Mm-hmm. Or a stick with a pickle handle. Yeah, we gotta smelt down some pickles. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to kill, kill a werewolf. <laughs> 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 but so Benny runs into the theater right after this scene. And the dog jumps right through the screen. I
0: know. It's very scary.
1: Then they run through the Founder's Day picnic where they mm-hmm. nearly knock over a cake. Mm-hmm. But then there's a guy on stilts and he launches it into the air. It falls yeah. apart on these two men who look like they are gay in love. They for sure are. And are very this bakery together. sad about yeah. their masterpiece falling apart. They work so hard. But they probably already got paid, so it's okay. They run through the pool. Then the other kids catch up to him. And Benny's like, all right, let's go to the sand lot." <laughs> yep. Because we just ran through We've the whole exhausted town. We've all the other options. In yep. circles, that's fine.
0: All and the kids are like, all right, shortcut, let's go. Yeah. So they get there first. And they're like, "Do you see him? Like, where is he? You know, oh shit, the beast got him!" But then here comes Benny with the beast on his heels, mm-hmm. and the beast like takes a trunk out of Benny's shirt. Yeah, but then Benny runs back into the yard, and this is when the dog crashes just through the fence. Doesn't even bother jumping it at this point; it just mm-hmm. crashes right through it. And then they're both just kind of sand in there, and Benny's like, "Oh no, look out!" And the fence falls over and squishes the
1: dog. No, and now he's so squished and sad looking, and all the kids are like. <gasps>
0: Oh, no, I know his bottom half is under the fence and he's just laying there and Smalls immediate is like, oh shit, like goes to help him and like tries to lift it up, but he can't do it by himself.
1: And he is like trying to get the other kids to help and him saying, please, I know, like broke <laughs> my heart. I was just like, "Uh, ah, go know. help him. Go help the dog. But Benny comes to help and yeah. they get the fence up off of the dog mm-hmm. and he's fine. Yeah, he just pops out. And he's just a dog. He's just a dog. He's wagging his tail and he's
0: slobbering all over him. Yeah. And he like comes up to Smalls and they kind of stare at each other for a little bit. And then he just starts licking Smalls' face very aggressively, which Mm, Tom Gorey, who played him, said that the not camera side of his face was covered in baby food.
1: Aw. Yeah. That's cute.
0: He's a good boy. And then he takes, he like kind of leads them over to his like part of his yard where he has buried every baseball that has shown up in his yard for the past who knows how long yeah and he just kind of is like there you, you can have them there you go and benny's like we're never gonna have to buy another
1: baseball again he's like a good boy and i love him
0: Boy, so he deserves all the tweets so smalls and benny go knock on the door of mr myrtle's house because have part
1: of his fence is missing and he needs to know that yeah and to give the dog back Mm-hmm. And I just was like, Smalls is the bravest. He really is. You know, he's done so many brave things in this movie of like moving to a new town, inserting yeah. himself in with these kids, yeah. learning a sport that he didn't know anything about. And now he's like,
0: he approached this dog that was hurt, you know, and could have, for all he knows is a man-eating beast. And yeah. especially in this moment, you mm-hmm. know, could have lashed out and helped him out. And now he's going up to the meanest man's in
1: town front door. Yeah. Yeah. To knock on it and tell him. Because he's doing the right thing and he's brave and he's a good kid. He is. But they find out that Mr. Myrtle is a blind guy Mm -hmm. who sounds a lot like Darth Vader. Weird. It's because it's James Earl Jones. It's James Earl Jones. But Smalls is like,
0: We brought your dog back. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Myrtle's like, Why was he out?
1: yeah what happened
0: <laughs> and so Benny tells the whole truth you know our ball got in the yard and we tried to get it back and uh caused a lot of problems and the fence fell over and yeah. Mr. Myrtle just like oh you're the ones who've been making all that noise uh-huh and
1: they're like yeah it was us <laughs> then
0: he says why don't you just knock on the door I'd have gotten it and all the kids that are hanging back just start wailing on squints yeah. for a minute because he you was the said one he
1: was, a... <laughs> he was like murderous... that's not a possibility ah! <laughs> but Mr. Myrtle laughs and he says thanks come on in and let's talk about this baseball. Yeah. And when they go in, they see that his house is just full of baseball stuff. Mm-hmm. So much like memorabilia and stuff on the walls and everything. And he, <laughs> lo- well, he doesn't look, but he turns to Smalls and he says, you're in a lot of trouble, aren't you? Yeah. And so Smalls explains, yeah, that's my stepdad's baseball and it's signed by Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm.
0: And Myrtle's like, oh, George signed that. And Smalls, who clearly has been doing his research says, George Herman Ruth.
1: Yeah. He did, and then Mister Myrtle says, "Oh, you're a dead man. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you're not just in trouble. Yeah, you're dead where you stand." So he says, "Here, I will trade you," and he gives him a different baseball. And Benny at first is like, "That's, I mean, that's really nice of you, but like this one genuinely was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah, so we can't just you know have any old baseball." And Mister Myrtle's like, "Uh, yeah, so is this one," and every other dude on the 1927 Yankees. Yeah. And they're looking at it, they're like, oh shit, Lou Gehrig's on here, you know, just like all the other
1: dudes. Murderers, row, Murderers, row. And then Mr. Myrtle explains that he used to play baseball with Babe Ruth and mm-hmm. all that crew mm-hmm. until he went blind.
0: Yeah, he got hit in the head.
1: Because he baseball. liked to crowd the plate. Yeah. And he wasn't wearing a helmet, I guess. But he got bonked in the head and went blind. Yep. And Benny is like, bro, you can't give us this baseball. It's too much. Yeah. This is worth. It's too valuable.
0: Right. And he's like,
1: I got lots of shit. Don't worry about it. How about you guys just come by one so we can talk baseball with me and we'll call it even.
0: I know. And
1: Smalls reach out, reaches out and shakes his hand, yeah. which is so sweet. You know, and yeah. she's like, it's so cute. Ah. Huh.
0: So we get a little epilogue. Smalls gives the ball. To Bill, mm-hmm. owns up to what he did, which he's like, you know, Bill really liked it and didn't murder me and, in fact, only grounded me for a week. So mm-hmm. I guess that's cool. And then it shows them playing catch together, like for real. And he's yeah. like, I have no problem calling him dad all the time now. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about how they still played baseball for a bunch of summers after that. But that was the most magical summer. Mm-hmm. But he's like, anytime another kid moved away, we never replaced him on the team. We just kept playing as though he was still there. And yeah. I immediately was like, Oh no, they're good. I forgot. They're going to do the thing where they like fade away and I'm not gonna be able to handle Aww. it. So
1: but they we also do. see that Hercules, the dog is there yes. watching them play. And he's wearing a shirt that says Hercules on it. Yeah. And it's so cute. <laughs> he's just sitting there with them watching uh. them play.
0: So then we find out, as they fade away one by one while they're playing this game, that Yaya's parents shipped him off to the army and he became one of the pioneering developers of bungee jumping. Uh, Bertram Grover Weeks got really into the 60s and no one ever saw him again. Fair. <laughs> Timmy and Tommy became an architect and a contractor. First they started making playground equipment and prefab treehouses, and then they made mini malls and got super rich.
1: Hell yeah, good for them.
0: Squints! Grew up and married Wendy Peppercorn, and they had nine <laughs> children, and they own the drugstore.
1: Uh, her name is Wendy Squints now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mrs. Squints. Mrs. Squints. <laughs> Ham became a pro wrestler under the name The Great Hambino.
1: That's a great name for a, a pot belly pig, also. Oh, yeah, it is. That would be really cute.
0: Uh, Kenny De Nunez went off to play AAA and now coaches a little league team that his sons are on,
1: which is adorable.
0: And Hercules lived to be 199 in dog years. Yeah. Which I think I read somewhere is like 28, so that's still really old for a dog.
1: That's really old, especially for a big dog.
0: Yup. And then Benny, the Jet Rodriguez, as he was come to known after he pickled the man-eating dog, uh-huh. grew up to play for the Dodgers. And Smalls... Do you like was, the
1: Dodgers? I mean, they're fun. <laughs> I love them. Your favorite team of all time.
0: Yeah. And then we see Smalls wearing his big, ugly fishing hat with the too-long brim.
1: Well, it looks better on him as an adult now. Sure. But it's still too long.
0: Yeah. Is calling the game from the press box. Mm-hmm. And we see that he has... This is what really got me. Yeah. He has the three baseballs in his press box. He has the original one that Babe Ruth signed and that Hercules chewed up. He has the decoy that they made to buy them some time. And then he has the one that Mr. Myrtle gave them that they all signed. And they're all just, yeah. like, sitting there all together. And then, but then we hear, like, <laughs> Smalls calling the game.
1: Yeah. And it's a different voice. It's than a different voice. The voiceover. Yeah. Which is just a weird choice. It's
0: just silly. Like, he's an adult. It's like when they had, oh, no. <laughs> that one guy. Uh You know, from Full House. They just died. Oh, Bob Saget. Yeah. They had Bob Saget do the adult, like, voiceover for How I Met Your Mother, even though the guy who plays Ted is clearly already an adult.
1: <laughs> oh. That's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's like that. But so we see Benny and he steals home, which Mm -hmm. then wins the game. And everybody's like freaking out. And they give each other a thumbs up from the field to the press box. And it just made me cry a lot.
1: I didn't cry, but it gave me cold chills. Yeah. And I even read ahead and saw that it was going to happen. Yeah. And I was still just like, (laughs) oh.
0: Because
1: it's just so sweet. It is so sweet.
0: And then we go back to the press box and we see... Along with the three baseballs, he has the framed fixture, picture of Babe Ruth and the picture of the nine of them as children on the sand lot. Yeah.
1: This is so cute. Super cute. Who took that picture? That's a very good question.
0: Maybe, you know, as small as his mom probably would have. Yeah. He'd be like, I made all these friends. And she'd be like, oh, shit, yeah.
1: Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn took it.
0: Yep. So that's it. The
1: end. The end.
0: They got the guy that they got to play adult. Benny the Jet Rodriguez is the actor's older brother, which is oh, why they look so similar. That's smart. It's his real life older brother. Yeah. But also, like, how far apart are they in age that he's like a man with a mustache? Mm. I mean, I guess they don't have to be that far apart. Yeah. I mean, like, if 10 Mike years. Vitar is like, Mike Vitar played young Benny. Mm-hmm. If he's like, yeah, look, it can play younger if he like looks a little bit younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then his brother's like, but his brother Pablo.
1: I mean, if he's in his teens and his brother's in his 20s. That's true. I mean, some dudes be growing mustaches when they're 13. That is true. Mustache does not (laughs) indicate age all the time. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) A mustache does not an adult make. Mm, No.
0: (laughs) Certainly not. Anyway, the end. The end. Replay? Rewind? Replay. Yeah. Absolutely. So it it didn't make you cry? No. It didn't make me cry until the very end when I was just like... Everybody did so well, you know. It wasn't yeah. like the end of the fucking
1: Sandlot where he was like, "My friend got stabbed in a bar fight." <laughs> you mean Stand by Me? Yes, I'm yeah. sorry.
0: There's they do feel like a very similar movies. Yeah,
1: for sure. But the stakes in this one are so much lower. Yes. <laughs> yes, and it's way less dark. True. It's just fun, yeah. and it feels realistic, and it feels like, yeah, yeah. just it's just really well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is. They also had the kid who played Benny and the kid who played Smalls fly out two weeks earlier than everybody else just so they could hang out and become friends because they wanted that friendship to feel really real. And it worked so well that when all the other kids got there, they were like, you guys haven't known each other for forever. Like they just thought that they were friends. What if
1: they just hated each other? (laughs) Just didn't get along at all for (laughs) some reason. Well, fake it for the next 42 days. Yeah. You've got two weeks to figure it out. Right. That's cool.
0: So it came out April 7th, 1993. Mm-hmm. Had a budget of $7 million. Uh, the box office was $34.3 million. Hell yeah. It did pretty well. As a 64 on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is too low.
1: That's very low.
0: But Roger Ebert fucking loved it.
1: Good. Although only three stars. He only gave it three stars, but
0: he waxed poetic about it, which is my favorite when he just gets like real emotional about it. Yeah. And he ended his... Because, he, yeah, he compares it to a Christmas story, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know, they're not the same, but they do have the same feel, and it's just, like, it's just pure nostalgia, and it's just, like, stories told from a kid's point of view. Yeah. And he says, you know, in those times, memories are sharper, colors are brighter, events are more important, and a life can be changed forever in the course of a sunny afternoon. Mm. These days, too many children's movies are infected by the virus of winning, as if kids are nothing more than underage pro-athletes, and the values of Vince Lombardi prevail. It's not how you play the game, but whether you win or lose. This is a movie that breaks with that tradition, that allows its kids to be kids, that shows them in the insular world of imagination and dreaming that children create entirely apart from adult domains and values. There was a moment in the film where Rodriguez hits a line drive directly at the pitcher's mound and I ducked and held up my mitt and then I realized I didn't have a mitt and it was then I also realized how completely this movie had seduced me with its memories of what it really matters when you are 12.
1: Oh, This is cute. That is cute. And he's right. It is nice that this is, it's a movie about baseball essentially but mm-hmm. it doesn't culminate in like a game of exactly. winning or There's losing. There's no
0: big game. Yeah. There is a game in the middle but it but doesn't really mean anything
1: like two minutes long yeah too. yeah
0: <laughs> and it's they were like if they had lost they would have been like well whatever yeah it doesn't really you know they're like stoked that they won but mostly because those kids were jerks and not because yeah there were no stakes they were yeah. just playing baseball for because fun. it's fun yeah yeah i know it's very cute and i mean this is like obviously baseball is the central theme but there are so many things that happen in this movie that have nothing to do with baseball yeah absolutely and it's more just like it's about yeah. friendship yeah making friends and having fun and getting in trouble together yeah. and like
1: innocent trouble. Oh yeah. Growing um, up. Throwing that's the way up.
0: my only, <laughs> I don't grow up. I throw up. No. What is the, <laughs> again from stand by me. What does he say? I don't shut up. I grow up. And when I look at you, I throw up. Yeah. Um. The only complaint that I have is because it is just like a string of vignettes kind of tied together. I wish that they would stop at the beginning going, hinting at this big problem that they have yeah just let it be another one of the things that happens in the movie right rather than at the beginning being like I got us in the biggest pickle we would ever it's like that it makes the the things that happened before that seem not as important when yeah it could have just been
1: here are just things that happen yeah you're leading up to it so yeah much. yeah and also to say because it does feel like he is saying that that was what solidified their friendship right but they would have stayed friends even if that didn't happen
0: yeah they were friends way before then, yeah. and like just Benny, like
1: taking care of him. Yeah, bringing yeah.
0: him in as part of the group. So it definitely like was the thing that probably took them from like we were friends, you know, because we were around to like yeah. oh, we'll be friends for the rest of right. our lives.
1: But still, like a lot of other things happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> James Earl Jones hates baseball.
1: <laughs> nice,
0: <laughs> which is hilarious. He also plays a baseball. Enthusiast in Field of Dreams. Oh yeah, like I fucking hate baseball. That's so funny. Which I'm like, well, you could have fooled me.
1: Yeah, well, that's because he's a great actor. James. Maybe he's
0: just like, he's like, actually, these glasses are completely tinted. I don't know what's happening. You filled my house with
1: what? (laughs) That's his actual house. Yeah. What if all of the trivia about James Earl Jones with any movie that he's in? It's like Star Wars. James Earl Jones hates space. He hates it. he won't even
0: get on the elevator if it's too high like he's
1: in fact he feet on the ground kind of guy hates movies
0: <laughs> why does he keep happening he hates lions oh yeah he's in the lion king right
1: yeah he's mufasa, he's mufasa. yeah yeah cool. hates him anyway <laughs> he hates cartoons
0: <laughs> uh they initially wanted to call this movie the boys of summer hmm. which is cute but there's already a book about baseball that exists, so they had to change it. The same oh. lot, though, is... It's, yeah, classic. Yeah.
1: Couldn't be called anything else. Yeah.
0: If you... I'll put it in the show notes, because it's it's just visual, but there's... The guy who directed it has a blog, mm-hmm. and he has shots of all the Hercules puppets.
1: Oh, cute.
0: Like, on his blog, which is really cool. Yeah. Because they had a lot of... There were two actual dogs, which I couldn't find anywhere what their names were, which you know I love... Yeah, knowing what actor dogs' names are, but couldn't find them anywhere. But then Hercules they had like Hercules and Heracles. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they had big, big puppets. You yeah, know, for like just the paw and then like the big face and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: so. I love that. You know, I love a puppet. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um. So then I started looking into what where they all are now. Oh yeah. And some of them not so great. Oh no, which is a real bummer. The guy who played yeah yeah his name is marty york got huge for one thing he's super buff oh and i know which is weird because he's like the scrawniest child yeah next to squints maybe but yeah he got super buff he retired from acting at like age 17 because he got into a really bad car accident because he was like driving himself to auditions and he was like i was just so burnt out that I fell asleep. Because he's like, you're trying to balance, you know, your home life and going to school and making friends and, like, becoming a person and then, yeah. like, also acting, like, all- going to these auditions and stuff. And he's like, and then once you are no longer a child actor, you you have to do it yourself. You know, your parents aren't driving to your auditions yeah. anymore and you're, like, doing it yourself. So he was driving himself to an audition and he fell asleep at the wheel and oh. got in a really bad car accident. He was just like, I'm just done. That's fair. Um, He also got arrested but not convicted for beating up his girlfriend, mm. which is not great yeah that's gross uh arrested and convicted was mike vatar who played benny the jet rodriguez oh for he became a firefighter and then one halloween night he and a couple of his other firefighter buddies confronted this guy that they decided was passing out candy laced with drugs oh no and they beat the shit out of him to the point where he died and then they because they were firefighters and they had the equipment and the know-how, they brought him back to life. Oh, fuck. And then called an ambulance and he went to the hospital and he lived. But, like, he, you there's a TMZ article with pictures of his injuries, but I don't recommend them. Ugh. But, like, they just... Whew, it's pretty rough.
1: That is rough. And I doubt that the guy was actually doing that. Right. And, like... I wonder what year it was because that's just, like, such a, like, satanic panic... Yes. Early 90s. Yeah. It was probably after that though, I guess. It was
0: definitely after that because this yeah. this movie came out in
1: 93 and he was, you know.
0: Yeah, so maybe a kid and early he's like 2000s. a thousand adult um yeah, because he'd retired from acting and he was just firefighting
1: full time. But I mean, but, I do feel like every Halloween, the news is like, watch oh, out for drugs. yeah, there's razor drugs. blades it's and there's like, drugs. That's which, never happened.
0: Like, drugs especially, drugs are expensive and you buy them to do, to enjoy. Like, it's yeah. not even a fun prank if you give them to somebody and then you don't get to watch them freak out about it. Like, yeah. they're just gone. Yeah. So, like, why would you do it? Just you, knowing the chaos wouldn't. that you've, like, no. Well, there was one
1: that. case not to go into a true crime mode. Right. But there was one case one time where two kids were poisoned from Halloween candy. Right. But their own dad did it.
0: Yeah. And then he was... Didn't he also, like, poison a couple others to, like, try and get the suspicion off of him? So yeah. Was like a couple kids will, like, get sick or die or whatever. But, like, they won't know, you know, oh, it was yeah. some, one of these houses, whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was trying to kill his own kids. Yeah. So it doesn't happen. Don't beat people up. Baby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's fucked. It's pretty rough. But... I'm gonna end it on a more fun note.
1: <laughs> yes, tell us.
0: So apparently, there was a kid, was well, a guy now, hmm. named Michael Palidorus. Oh, who grew up with David Mickey Evans, who wrote and directed this movie. Oh, and he also wore very big glasses, like with big frames. Yeah, and he says that the character Squints, Michael Palidorus, is based on him, and Evans was like.
1: No way. Why would you think that, bro? No way. You're reading into things.
0: So he tried to sue 20th Century Fox about it because he says, people now call me squints and it hurts my feelings. And Fox was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, bro. (laughs) But the case document is very funny. And I'm going to read the first couple of paragraphs about it because it's even funnier in like legalese. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. So... (laughs) Polidorus v. 20th Century Fox Film Corporation. There are a lot of people involved, blah, 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 blah. The city of Los Angeles. A non-celebrity, it says, ouch, Oh, sued the makers and distributors of a film called The Sandlot, claiming that the filmmakers invaded his privacy by appropriating his name and likeness. We conclude that the filmmakers' release of a patently fictional movie did not invade the plaintiff's privacy and is... In any event, protected by constitutional guarantees of free expression. Moreover, the film is not defamatory. Accordingly, we affirm the trial court's judgment in favor of defendant filmmakers. So they're like, (laughs) you're fine. Yeah. But anyway, facts. Oh. In 1993, respondents released The Sandlot, a comedic coming-of-age story set in the San Fernando Valley in the 1960s. The film's protagonists are a motley group of boys on a Sandlot baseball team who, in the course of one summer, overcome various adversaries, including a disdainful, well-funded opposing team and a gigantic, ferocious dog that has taken possession of the team's baseballs and secreted them in a neighboring yard. Secreted? Yes. <laughs> He's definitely like, secreted. <laughs> secreted. Secreted. <laughs> Secreted. Seated. I'm sorry. Let me start over.
1: <laughs> no, it's funnier this way.
0: Okay. One <laughs> of the boys on the Sandlot team is a character named Michael Paladoris, nicknamed Squints. The Paladoris character is one of the team's leaders and spearheads the team's valiant efforts to reclaim a baseball autographed by Babe Ruth from the slavering canine next door. Jesus. I know. Who wrote this? So good. Appellant Michael Paladoris grew up in a setting similar to that described in the film. Appellant was a. Is it appellant? It's
1: appellant. It's appellant yeah. Listen. I mean, I'm not a (laughs) lawyer.
0: Me neither. (laughs) Appellant was a schoolmate of respondent David Mickey Evans. Evans wrote and directed The Sandlot. A photograph of Appellant dating from the 1960s is similar to a photograph of the Pallodorus character in the movie, right down to Appellant's eyeglasses and the color and design of his shirt. Oh, no. They, like, really copied it. Yeah. Appellant played baseball with his friends on a sandlot when he was a child, swam in a community pool like the one shown in the movie, and was somewhat obstreperous. Like the squint's character. I know, I had to look that up. It means loud and boisterous and hard to contain. Obstreperous? Obstreperous. Okay. Other than the similarity in names and attire, the enjoyment of baseball and swimming, and the brash nature of the squint's character, Appellant cannot point to any other aspects in which the film accurately depicts his life. So other than everything, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah appellant concedes that the work is fiction he also concedes that he has not been financially damaged by the motion picture he just doesn't like
1: that people call him squint
0: <laughs> just doesn't like it Piqued by the similarities in name <laughs> and by the physical likeness of the squint's character to himself as a child appellant filed suit in march of 1994 the operative pleading asserts causes of action for commercial appropriation of identity invasion of privacy negligent negligence and defamation appellant alleges that the nickname squints used in the film is a blatant derogatory moniker derived from the thick glasses the character wears throughout the film and that people began teasing appellant by calling him squints appellant felt embarrassed and humiliated by the nickname to make matters worse oh no in his view respondents used the squints paladoris character as their principal advertising image for the film seems like you put his face on the poster
1: Oh, my God.
0: Anyway, that's it. They just threw it out. So <laughs> was he like, claiming
1: that he should get some money from it because the character is based on him? Yes. Or is it a defamation thing? It's, yeah, that he, well, they, not
0: that he should get, like, royalties, but oh. that he should get damages. Because oh. it was embarrassing and humiliating. And now people are calling him squints, and it's really embarrassing. And they used his likeness.
1: <laughs> just Your the Honor, whole thing. Your just Honor,
0: like,
1: I don't like it. I don't like it. Don't call me squints. Right. I can imagine the courtroom during that and the judge being like, all right, defendant squint, uh, Michael, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I Paladouros.
0: Do you think that it's so funny that they just took his whole fucking name? Yeah. His whole likeness. They took his whole. They didn't even I change mean, it. Yeah. It's spelled differently. Oh, okay. But like. It's the same. It's the, you don't, unless you have the captions on, which you didn't in the theater. No. It sounds the same. Yeah. It's just so funny to me that they were like, okay, so this kid loves baseball and went swimming in a pool and had all these friends just like you and wore glasses and owned that shirt and has the same name.
1: But otherwise, not the same. I don't think it's you. Nah. (laughs) Could have been anybody. That's like the fucking Bugs Bunny joke of like
0: (laughs) (laughs) long ears, fluffy tail. You were friends with the guy who wrote and directed the movie (laughs) as a child. Never heard of him.
1: Coincidence, my dude.
0: <laughs> he just fucking killed me. And then him just being like me, 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 me. <laughs> I
1: don't like it.
0: I hope the trial was embarrassing, and I hope that you hear this and you're also embarrassed. <laughs> Michael Polidorus. <laughs> Grow up. Little anyway. Spence. Very, very funny. I'll link I, I will link the rest of it if you want to yeah. read it. But that was the best the best part of it. I love that. Um,
1: yeah, and then they just they just threw it out. As they should. Yeah. You're like, you're wasting everyone's time. <laughs> uh, what price do you put on embarrassment?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like, I mean, I'm sorry that you're embarrassed, but like he, it's not like no one would hire him or, yeah. you know, he was like, there they're no like, some people just call you Squints, man.
1: Financial, you know, Honestly, damages. Honestly, Squints rules. Yeah. He's a good character. Movie. He should be proud. Also, it's a cool nickname. That he's. That's fine
0: inspiring yeah people would be like who squints be like yeah that character's based on me
1: actually yeah I'm the guy yeah that would be tight I honestly, lean in I feel like he'd have more of a case of being like this is my likeness you owe me some money yeah rather than being like my feelings are here he went <laughs> the wrong way that's the problem yeah anyway is that all you got that's all I got that's a lot That's all, yeah yeah
0: I <laughs> just wanted to read that out loud yeah no just uh, to the court as it were <laughs> Love it. Too silly. Um, Yeah.
1: Cool. That's it. Uh, Go Dodgers. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, go. Go on. Go Dodgers. Yet, Shoo. <laughs> Shoo Dodgers. Shoo.
0: <laughs> Listen, we talked about it at the beginning. This is the one time I'm allowed to talk about baseball. I
1: know. I know. But this was a good baseball movie. It's a very it good baseball movie. It wasn't too much movie. baseball.
0: Yeah. It, it could almost be any other sport. Yeah. It's not you know it doesn't have to be yeah baseball it's just that's the one where you need 9 kids for <laughs> and you can play it you know in yeah. a
1: parking lot or whatever yeah. but could have been golf could have been <laughs> golf could have been uh, lacrosse cro- cro- croquet I almost said crochet <laughs> could have been crocheting the crocheting club in the sand lot <laughs> yes where and we make dirt dirt making scarves <laughs> dirt scarves <laughs> we should go uh yeah so if you need to talk to us you can find us on uh instagram at replay and podcast and you can email us at replay at gmail.com and we also have a twitter replay rewind pod if you want to listen to our other episodes you can do that if you go to stitcher spotify google apple all the other places where you get podcasts just type our name in and we're you know probably there we have a patreon uh, you can go there, you can find bonus episodes, mm-hmm. we do, uh, bonus episodes. <laughs> yeah, what? they're bonus. It's a bonus, what like, do you just go look. We um, will
0: shout your name out on the show, we'll yeah. send you a sticker, and then yeah, we do like all, all kinds of extra goofy shit, uh, I've in our- I've never been
1: goofy a day in my life. Three
0: time. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we also have, if you go to our Instagram in the bio, there's a link to our terrible website that has, like, all the other things that you can check out. If yeah. you don't want to subscribe to the Patreon, you can get, like, you know, your favorite movie for $5, see what we had to say about mm-hmm. Scream. Yeah. Or Scream. The Mummy. Yeah. Lots of cool shit going on over there. You can also get, we got pins, we got magnets, we got fun things that you can buy and merch. hold in your hand. Goodbye you buy merch. a piece of history. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Mark our words historical going down in some sort of hall of fame Mm, flame to podcasting anyway i think that's it Uh, before we go
1: Mm.
0: what are we talking about next time
1: next time we're gonna discuss how in a parallel modern day stone age world a working class family are set up for an executive job but they learn that money can't buy happiness wow that sounds so ambiguous it could be anything it honestly. could really be about anything any uh modern stone age family <laughs> probably probably or two so many of them a couple of the uh, maybe neighbors i don't know who's to say we'll find out next time and uh, in the meantime uh-huh stay fresh cheese bags yeah and don't forget
0: <laughs> to reduce reuse recycle replay and rewind